Hey everybody, I just want to take a moment to talk about a new thing I'm doing. Over the years, many of you have reached out to me telling me how much you love the podcast, but also wish there were more personalized takeaways and more in-depth interactions with our guests to hear what they think about comedy. This is why I'm now launching my new digital academy, Blueprint for Success. With exclusive interviews and comedy philosophies of stars and industry veterans, personalized versions of the Industry Standard podcast, commercial-free, and one-on-one coaching time with me. Blueprint for Success will give you the powerful tools that will take you up the elevator beyond the competition and reach the highest possible levels to achieve your dreams. Whether it be stand-up, sketch, improv, acting, writing, producing, directing, hosting, radio podcasting, social media influencing, or even if you want a career behind the scenes as a manager or an agent. Now I'm here to help, personally. We'll go on an express train of comedy and entertainment like nobody else has before. You can find out more about Blueprint for Success and the comedy business on my website at barrycats.com. Together, we'll take your career where you want it to go. I always say, like, follow peace in your spirit. Like, this management company may be the bigger, more well-known. They have, like, everybody knows this management company. Like, they have a strong name. You want to be with somebody with a strong name. But then you meet with them, and you don't feel peace in your spirit. It feels a little, like, ugh. And then you meet with these people who may not be, like, the rising stars in the management game, but you feel comfortable. You feel like, yeah, I vibe with what you're saying. I like the way you're talking about my future. And I like you. And so I go with peace and my intuition and my my gut energy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Industry Standard with me, Barry Katz. We have an amazing, amazing show today with my guest, Angela Johnson. Before I get started, I just want to let you know if you want to get a hold of me, you can do so at Barry Katz at Instagram or Twitter or wherever my social media is. Please press the subscribe button or follow me. It means a lot and I'd love to hear from you. All right, without further ado, here goes. Angela Johnson Reyes was born and raised in San Jose, California. She became an internet sensation with her viral video Nail Salon, which led to many stand-up television and film opportunities at a very, very early age in the business. That same year, she joined the cast of Mad TV as a series regular, which spawned another internet sensation, Bon Quiqui. This original character, a disgruntled fast food employee with no filter, has been enjoyed, viewed, and replicated by over 65 million people worldwide. After recording and releasing three songs and two music videos as Bon Quiqui, Angela signed a record deal with Warner Brother Records to release a full album titled Gold Plated Dreams, which she's toured twice, selling out both times. After the success of her debut album, Bon Quiqui released a Christmas EP entitled Merry Hoodness. All the songs are available on iTunes and the videos are currently on YouTube. 
and it's an incredible, incredible dual personality role that will blow you away. In June 2009, Angela recorded her first one-hour special for Comedy Central and Warner Brothers Records titled That's How We Do It. Her second one-hour special, The Homecoming Show, aired on Nouveau TV in July of 2013 and is currently on Netflix. In 2014, Angela recorded her third hour special, Not Fancy, which is a Netflix original and is currently available for streaming. In 2017, she filmed her fourth hour special, Mahalo and Goodnight in Honolulu, Hawaii. It premiered on the Epics channel and is now available for streaming on Hulu. Johnson has starred in such films as Our Family Wedding, Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Squeakle, Enough Said, The Resurrection of Gavin Stone, and the film Mom's Night Out, which not only features Angela, but also her husband, musician Manuel Reyes of the musical duo Pandas. In addition to the films, Angela has guest starred on some of the most respected shows on television, including The Shield, Ugly Betty, and Curb Your Enthusiasm. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the Montreal Just for Laughs Festival, please welcome my guest today. What an incredible honor. Get ready, everybody. Angela Johnson. Thank you for asking me to do this. I love how you are with me right now because you're very comfortable and you're very <laughs> calm and you're very charismatic. And sometimes when people sit down, I don't know what it is. They sit down and it takes them a while to get to that place. And you're right there. You got one my of shoes my, on the couch. My of, mom would be pissed at me. I want to share with you something odd. And it's probably not even the right thing to say or appropriate. But every time a woman was on a couch with me and the moment she puts her feet on the couch like that, it lets me know. Oh, I feel calm and I feel like everything's going to be okay. And so, I'm not threatened at all. I'm threatened. <laughs> You're actually making me feel safe. Oh, <laughs> good, 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 good. All right. So I have so many things to ask you. Let's do it. But one of the things that's really important for the audience is to know what it takes to fight through the adversity mm -hmm. and get to where you need to go but the fascinating part about your life and your career is i kind of equate one thing that happened to you a mm -hmm. little bit with a russell peters moment or a bill burr moment where something happens that gets mm -hmm. out there mm -hmm. and the world speaks and the world says we love you mm. we love what you do mm. But up to that point where it goes out there, right. you hope that the world loves you right. 100 or 70 or 30 or 120 people at a time mm -hmm. in the place you're mm -hmm. performing. But now all of a sudden, millions and millions of people are watching. Mm -hmm. And so you've experienced adversity after that, which happens in our business. Yes. But you're one of the few artists in the world that experienced, shall I say, no or much less adversity in the performing side yeah. coming up. Oh, yeah. Would you agree with that? Sure. So for you, was that difficult when the original piece came on, the original famous piece, the nail salon mm -hmm. bit, 
And now all of a sudden you're getting calls. Okay, we need you to headline this place, this place, this place, yeah. this place, and this place. Mm -hmm. How much do I have to do? An hour. How'd you handle that? I had featured three times in my career before I started headlining. And for the audience that doesn't know, featuring is the middle spot between the host and the headliner. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to do in comedy clubs. Four um, years. <laughs> probably in your time, probably 20 minutes of time. That's probably the most they'll give you. If you have a nice headliner, he'll bump the right. host and we'll give you 30. Right. But you stay that middle act for a good four years. Yes, you do. At least before you get to that headlining spot. So this nail salon video comes out. I had um, 12 minutes of material. And this 12 minutes, I wrote in a free joke writing class that I took at a church on a Tuesday night. And I wrote 12 minutes and it blew up on YouTube and I started getting these requests. Hey, when are you coming to Australia, the Philippines? When are you coming anywhere in the United and States? And you have no representation. I have no agent. <laughs> no manager. I no have nothing. nothing going on in my life. <laughs> I have 12 minutes of jokes I wrote in a free class. How are you paying the bills? I was an extra. <laughs> on TV shows. $53 a day. $53 a day. My groceries were craft service. <laughs> that was my groceries. All the granola bars, trail mix with M&Ms in it. Those um, honey, those green like honey oat bars that everyone hates, but they still are for sale at Costco. Um, and that was my groceries. That's how I paid my bills. And then um, I wasn't getting any more extra gigs. And I went on unemployment and that's how I paid my bills was my unemployment checks. And then my unemployment checks ran out and that was just done. I don't have anything. And, um, I you had, were on unemployment. I was on unemployment and where were you living? I was living in Glendale. And at this time I didn't desire to be a comedian. It was just a class that I took that I was kind of good at and it was fun, but I wasn't desiring stage time. I wasn't desiring to be a headliner. It was um, a fun thing that I did. And January 2007, this video comes out on this brand new thing called YouTube. And it was around the time when if you got an email from someone and there was a video in it, then you definitely watched it because that was a new thing. It was like, what? I can watch a video in an email? Sure, yeah, I'll watch it. And now it's like, well, is there a commercial? How long is the video? I don't have time for this. Like, you know, so it ended up going viral and it was this joke that I did last year at the ice house and started going viral from January to February. There was like 4 million views on this video. People all throughout Hollywood started seeing this video and nobody knew how to get a hold of me because I didn't have an agent. So I started getting messages on MySpace. This is how old it is from network executive assistants. Hey, I'm the assistant to fill in the blank. They would like to meet with you because that's how they knew to get a hold of me, MySpace. So then by March of 2007, I take a meeting with like everybody in Hollywood, like CBS, ABC, the CW, like different production companies. Everybody wanted to meet me because they saw this nail salon video. And then uh, I ended up getting a new agent, a new manager. And then by May, I ended up auditioning for mad TV. 
I had never done sketch comedy in my life. I had never been to the Groundlings. I had never done like UCB. Hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying this episode as much as I am. If you made it this far and you haven't fallen asleep yet, then you must be the type of person who's serious about having a career in the comedy business. That's why I'm offering you my Blueprint for Success, a one-of-a-kind all-access pass into my knowledge and experience after over 40 years of working with the best of the best in this crazy entertainment industry. I'll tell you all the stories, all the philosophies, give you all the great special guests, and even give you one-on-one private consultations to help you expand, enhance, and skyrocket your comedy career. Just go to barrycats.com and click on Blueprint for Success to learn more about my groundbreaking digital academy that I've created just for you. With it, we can take your career so far that one day, instead of listening to this podcast, you'll be interviewed on it. So let's go back just a tiny bit, yeah. if you don't mind. Yeah. So you're living in Glendale. You got roommates? Yes. <laughs> How yeah. many roommates? One. One roommate. Yeah. Okay. You have been doing stand-up comedy for how long? Like four months. Four months. Four months. Mm-hmm. You go on and that four months over and over again, you're doing the nail salon mm-hmm. bit, perfecting it. Mm-hmm. Doing the best you can. Mm-hmm. Are you killing in those open mics? It's killing immediately because if I would have tried this stand-up comedy thing and I bombed, I would have never done it again. It wasn't my dream. I would have been like, oh, well, I I tried it, but it didn't work out for me. Are you telling me you're the kind of person that if they do one thing and fail, they never do it again? If it wasn't my passion. So it wasn't your passion. I fail at acting auditions all the time and I still go for the past 16 years. I still go to my acting auditions because that is my passion and my dream. I always wanted to do that. So when they tell me, no, you didn't book it. I'm like, well, I'm going to get the next one because that's what I wanted. That's why I moved to Hollywood. I wanted that. Being a stand-up comedian was this new idea that was presented to me that somebody asked me. They saw me in an acting class. They saw that I was funny. And they were like, hey, I'm teaching a joke writing class. Do you want to come take my joke writing class? And I was like, I don't know. Is it free? And she was like, yeah. I'm like, well, I guess if it's free. But at the time, I didn't even desire to be a comedian. It was just an opportunity, a free class, education. I was like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll tell you, I don't have money, so it's free. I guess I'll do it. And then when I did it, I found out that I was good at it. Everyone likes doing things that they're good at, whether it was something you plan to do or not. But nobody likes to do things that they're not good at. Who wants to like, hey, showcase me um, fixing my plumbing over here. I don't know how to fix plumbing. Nobody watch me do this. This is embarrassing. But turns out it was something I was good at. So it was like, oh, okay, yeah, let me try it again. I didn't know I was good at this. Sure. All right. So you start getting the calls from the network. Uh They say, come to these meetings, but presumably you have a day job. I was on and off like a waitress here, a waitress there. Okay. So So, unemployment. Wait. Okay. Yeah. So you go to the meetings. Uh No one advises you on how to take a meeting. No. So you go to the meetings. But if you're the person that I think of you as... You're immediately comfortable with people. I Yes, I fake it till I make it too. I just, I, I get insecure in social settings, like in, in the bar downstairs when everybody's hanging out. 
it's like, ooh, social anxiety on 100. But in one-on-one situations, when I feel like I can actually be in depth, that's where I thrive. If we're having like a heart-to-heart talk, I thrive there. Surface, small talk, oh my God, it crawls my skin. When, you know, pitch meetings all around town, it starts with five minutes of traffic, am I right? Oh my God, my cell phone, I tried calling 18. It's like stupid, nobody cares about any of this stuff. I wanna be like, just get to it. Can you hear our pitch? Like small talk fluff stuff i i i am uncomfortable with but like meaningful conversation connection that's where i thrive all right so now you get these meetings Mm. for those of you don't know in the audience these are called generals Mm -hmm. okay so what happens is there's a department in every network that has a casting associate and a casting director at every network and so they'll call you in They'll meet you. They'll talk about your life. They want to know your vibe. Mm. They want to know that you're not an asshole, Mm -hmm. but they also want to know your training, what Mm. you have going for you in your story. Tell me a story. And so even though Angela has a great story, Mm. what they also want to know is that if we're going to spend money on you and we hire you that you have the experience to do it Mm -hmm. and in any profession i don't care if it's at subway you don't want to ask a guy to make you a sandwich who's never made you a sandwich before right and so no matter how great her meetings went to these networks at first the odds are that even though they love her they're going to test her out hey come in and audition for this Mm -hmm. try this we have this thing here whatever but they're not going to hand her the keys to the kingdom So now what happens is, so for our audience to know, these casting directors are, they have friendships and relationships with managers and agents. Mm. And so what they'll do after they meet somebody who they love, who has charisma like you do and power and whatever, they'll call the manager or the agent they like and say, hey, I just have to tell you something. I just met with this young girl. I mean, she's only been doing it four months, but I think there's something here. Mm -hmm. And so each network has their own person that they'll call. So that's when you take the manager and agent meetings and it's not just one manager normally Mm -hmm. or one agent. You take more than one because different casting directors have their circle so now you're meeting with managers and agents Mm -hmm. and you're an open micer doing the side room at the ice house Mm -hmm. but you have millions of views how do you know how to take the manager and agent meetings how do you know when the manager says i want to work with you let's make this happen right now Mm -hmm. and how do you know listen it's nice to hear from me but i got three more meetings i gotta do how do you know how to handle those meetings intuition energy vibe um, I met with a few different management companies. Are you that allowed time. to say who they were at the time? Um, I met with Prince Potter Young. I met Did with, you meet with Peter and uh, his partner. Or? What's funny is I don't remember any of the actual specific people that I met. That's okay. I just remember the companies. I met with um, God. Who else did it? I. I met with a few, I went with like four managers and I ended up going with Generate and that's was Kara and Dave Rath and at the time was Andy Corin. Um, and Generate is no longer, but I ended up choosing them because how I felt in the meeting, I felt at peace. And I always say like, follow peace in your spirit. Like, 
this management company may be the bigger, more well-known. They have like, everybody knows this management company. Like they have a strong name. You want to be with somebody with a strong name, but then you meet with them and you don't feel peace in your spirit. It feels a little like, ugh. And then you meet with these people who may not be like the rising stars in the management game, but you feel comfortable. You feel like, yeah, I vibe with what you're saying. I like the way you're talking about my future and I like you. And so I go with peace and my intuition and my my gut energy. Hey everybody, let me remind you one more time about my new blueprint for success. It's a project I've spent months and months working on just to help you jumpstart your comedy career and beat the competition. Whether you want to do stand-up, sketch, improv, acting, writing, producing, directing, radio, social media influencing, or even if you want a career behind the scenes as a manager or agent, Blueprint for Success will give you all the tools you need to take your career to the highest levels. With exclusive interviews, my top 50 commercial-free episodes from Industry Standard, one-on-one -on -one coaching with me, and unprecedented access into my knowledge and experience from over 40 years in this crazy business, I guarantee you that with Blueprint for Success, you'll become the creator you've always dreamed of becoming. No one's asking me to do this. I want to do it because I want to help you become truly undeniable. So just go to barrycats.com, click on Blueprint for Success, and start your incredible journey today. I truly can't wait to work with you to help you change the trajectory of your comedy career forever. Hey, everybody, and I wanted to thank some of the sponsors on the podcast, starting with AquaTrue. If you haven't bought this countertop water purification system, you have to do so. It's incredible. It turns tap water into your favorite bottled water instantly. It saves you thousands and thousands of dollars. It gets rid of all those plastic bottles that you have in your trash. Thousands and thousands of listeners have bought these. Everybody loves it. Not one complaint. It's incredible. I haven't bought a bottle of water in years since I got this, and you won't either. And if you go right now to industrystandardwater.com and type in the promo code Barry, you'll immediately get a $100 discount. A $100 discount and start enjoying the best and most cost-effective water you've ever had. I guarantee it. Lastly, the air doctor. I don't know what the air inside your house is like, but the air inside my house, it feels heavy at times before I got this product. And now it got rid of all the bad air in my house, the dust, the pet hair, the pollen. It just gets rid of all the contaminants circulating through your home. And for me, when I got this product, it was amazing the difference that I found in the air in my house. And it's normally $600 and you can check Amazon right now and you'll see. But for all of you listening today, I can offer you $300 off. 
$300. Just go to airdoctorpro.com and type in the promo code Barry. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code Barry, and save $300 and get rid of all the bad toxins in your house and start breathing the cleanest and healthiest air in the world. What's fascinating also about what you said about going with Dave Rath and mm-hmm. Jenna Raid, you had something, you had a blueprint that had happened to you that mm-hmm. showed you that it didn't matter technically if you were with the greatest management company in the world or Ed's management company mm-hmm. because all you needed was a management company that knew the system, knew how to make the calls, knew how to get you in the room, knew how to crack the door open because... At this point, though, world... I just needed somebody who knew more than me. I was like, who who knows more than me because I don't know anything. But the world had told you that they spoke and if you put something out there, it wasn't about the representation. It was about you yeah. and what you created. Mm-hmm. And you just needed somebody to take that Mm -hmm. and help you get it to the next level. How do I capitalize on this? Yes. And so that's why it didn't matter if you went with the greatest management company in the world or the third greatest or the fifth greatest, as long as you're in the tier where they know what the fuck they're doing. But other people don't have that luxury Mm -hmm. because they haven't done what you've done. I mean... I don't know if you understand this or not. Maybe you do, and it's, I'm not being condescending. But I've been doing this a long time. Okay, you're the legend. <laughs> you stop. I'm, you are. I'm far from a legend. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm I know who you are. I'll be picking change out of this couch after this is all over. <laughs> you're such a legend. I didn't even get to take a meeting with you back in the day when I had my 12 minutes. He's too legendary. You gotta work your way up to that one. I appreciate it. I should take the love more often. But the point being is that. What you did is what I feel like I always wanted to be the dream maker, Mm. but you were your own dream maker. Mm. It's so magnificent. But the problems with that are like Jeff Cesario, he won an Emmy award on his fourth show, his Mm. fourth episode, he won an Emmy award. Mm. And then he won a second one on the second show of the second season, six shows. I think it was, he won two Emmy awards. Sometimes you're like, how do I top this? Right. What do I do? Right. So then you get the call from Mad TV. Now you go there. They ask you to come up with some characters. Normally what they do in a sketch show, mm-hmm. when you come in for your first audition, you go in and they tell you normally to do three to five characters mm-hmm. in the five minutes. Mm-hmm. And so you go in and this is your first audition ever or one of your first auditions? Um... One of my first, my first for like a real, like already established show and like a real series regular on the show, not just like, hey, we need um, this co-star to play, say three words and walk on and off. <laughs> Transvestite like a, hooker number yeah. four. Yeah, 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 yeah. This was like my first real like, hey, series reg. So you go in, obviously you got the one go to the nail salon right. character how many other characters do you prepare for the first audition? So in that free joke writing class I told you about, and I wrote 12 minutes, I had never done sketch comedy, so I didn't know how to develop characters. 
So I went through my 12 minutes of material and I was like, okay, I do a joke about my Dia Mary. So maybe I'll make her a character and I'll just like act her out a little bit more. Cause when I'm doing stand up, I'm just talking about her, but now I'll just act her out a little bit more. So I, I did that and I went through my whole 12 minutes and I'm like, okay, what stories do I tell that I could act out and make it a character? Okay, I do a story about my grandpa. I'll just make it my grandma and act her out a little bit. I'll do my sister who wants to be a rapper. Her name's Bon Quickly. I'll just act it out more. So I just kind of took those 12 minutes. So that character, the one that became the breakout character was the first one you did I auditioned with that character. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do your first audition. Mm-hmm. When you walk in, are you nervous? I probably was nervous. Yes. I remember sitting in my car on the street in my parking spot, listening to a Jennifer Lopez song and just like jamming out on full blast, like letting it like give me life and energy so that I could walk into that room super confident, knowing that I had no business being there. I had no training. I had no... Uh, sketch writing classes, character developing classes. I had never done anything like that. So I knew that walking in, but it was just like, well, fake it till you make it, girl. Okay. So you, you finish, you finish your last joke, your last word. What do you remember them saying to you? Um, I remember them being very engaged, leaning forward in their seats, laughing and asking me questions and like wanting to see more from me. So like I was saying, like the energy in the room, you can vibe, you know, when you're vibing and you know, when they're like, "Mm, thank you. Thanks for coming. Bye. And I remember them like wanting more from me. And we had to do celebrity impressions. I had never done a celebrity impression in my life. So I went on that brand new thing called YouTube and (laughs) I looked up Latinas who were famous that I could mimic. And I looked up Jennifer Lopez and I watched hours of her on the red carpet and I would just copy her mannerisms. And so I presented, I said, this is Jennifer Lopez on the red carpet. And um, I did drunk Paula from American Idol at the time who is, you know, her drunk clap and all of that. I was like, okay, well that's easy. I can do that. And then I did like Rosalind Sanchez on cold case or without a trace, whatever her show was at the time. I basically was like, who's popular Latina. Let me just copy them and do that. So that's what I did. But I had, I don't do celebrity impressions. I am a master at fake it till you make it. And it was good enough for them to go, oh, she does impressions. All right. So you leave. How long before you get a call saying we want you to come back for the network? Mm, I don't even remember. But you get the call that you're going to test. And for the audience, just so you know, when you test for a show, you got to sign a 67 page contract that has every year's salary what you're making, Mm -hmm. what it is. If you say something derogatory, what happens? Every single thing in there. And you got to sign your life away before you walk in. Yeah. So you're in the room getting ready to test. How do you approach the test differently than you approach the audition? Um, I, that specific one, I can't, really say but because I don't remember but now when I test I don't approach it differently I come in with reminding myself that there is no one like me so as I'm sitting 
in the waiting room with three other Latina girls that look just like me. And you can start getting distracted looking at them going, oh, she's taller than me. They probably want a tall girl. Oh, that girl's way prettier than me. They probably want that really pretty type. Like, oh, I've seen that girl in so many movies. They definitely want a bigger name than me. So you can get real stuck in that comparison game. But what I do before I go into a test, which is the final audition, is I remind myself there's no one like me. No one has my childhood. No one has my upbringing. No one has my trauma. No one has my experiences. No one has my point of view. So I'm just going to do me. As soon as I get in there, I'm going to do me and I'm going to do me well so that when I walk out, I'm going to say, well, I left it on the table. If they don't pick me, it's because I'm not right for the role, not because I'm not good. Great. Okay. So you get the call, you get the job. Mm-hmm. And now you're a cast member of Mad TV mm -hmm. and you've been doing comedy how long at that time? I mean, <laughs> I was, this is 2007 and I took the class at the end of 2006. <laughs> yeah. All right. So now you're a cast member and you've never been on a sound stage. You've never had any mm -hmm. training. You don't know how to act. Do you hire a coach? Do you go to an acting class? I have to get taken acting ready? classes, and honestly, like I go, you know, what do they say? Like jack of all trades, master of none. Like I can be real good at a lot of things, and I fake it till I make it. So, like, I'll go to acting classes all around town and and learn some stuff enough to like get me in the door enough to get them to believe me. And then the rest is my intuition. The rest is like, I feel like my character would do this in this moment. And a lot of times I've learned when I take a class and I learn how to write a joke, how to structure a joke, I learn how to do an audition. I learn how to uh, break down sides, whatever it is. A lot of times I'm discovering that they're giving me the technique the language to articulate what I was already innately doing. So I, before I took a class, I would get a script and I would read it and just break it down to the best of my ability. And then when I would take the class, I would go, oh, I kind of already do that. But thank you for telling me because now I know in the future, I have these tools to go back to. So it's partly like my innate, like if you got it, you got it type of situation. Like I have comedic timing in my brain, but I couldn't articulate how it works. I just know to wait a beat and then say it because it's going to be funnier if I take a breath and then say it, that's going to be way funnier. I don't know how I know that. I just feel and I know it. And then I took a class and they told me, oh yeah, it's called taking a beat. Oh, okay. I already do that. But thank you for telling me it's called taking a beat. I'm going to use that now. And that wraps up part one of our podcast. I just wanted to thank my incredible partners, starting with AquaTrue, the revolutionary miniature countertop water purification system that works straight out of the box. Plug it in, fill it with tap water, and immediately turn your faucet into your favorite bottled water for pennies. You can get $100 off when you go to industrystandardwater.com and just type in the promo code BEAR and start enjoying the best 
water you've ever had and never buy another bottle of water again. And I Killed JFK, the groundbreaking film about the only living person who admitted to killing Kennedy. Go to IKillJFK.com, buy the film and the rare interviews with five of the last living experts, and I guarantee it'll change your mind about what happened that day. And the Air Doctor, the innovative portable air purification system which will change your overall quality of life. It instantly removes dust, pet hair, mold, pollen, flu viruses, and other contaminants circulating in your home. Normally $600, and if you don't believe me, check Amazon right now. But for a limited time, I can offer you 50% off. That's a $300 savings. Just go to airdoctorpro.com, type in the promo code Barry, and start breathing the cleanest and healthiest air in the world. And that wraps up part one of two episodes. You can check out the next episode this coming Thursday. And here's a preview of the next episode. You are so unique and there is not one other person like you. Someone can look like you. They can sound like you. They can talk like you. They could have the same hairstyle as you, but no one has your upbringing, your trauma, your childhood, your adversities. No one has the scars that you have. No one has your life. You are the only you. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day. As always, this has been Industry Standard with me, Barry Katz. And if you like the show, tell all your friends. And if you don't like the show, tell all your friends. You get out the money. Drop that fancy car. All the people love you. Cause you're going far. Life is for the dreamers They have all to gain It's never quite over Till it all feels the same You pick your own poison Dig your own grave Down in the valley Fortune Thank you for listening to Industry Standard with Barry Katz. If you'd like more info on our schedule of new episodes or how to reach Barry through Twitter, Facebook, or email, go to barrykatz.com. Before you leave, Please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast, leave a comment, and rate it, even if you think it blows. Thank you for your support, and have a great day.